what's your Absolutely. physical type, would you say? Physical. I like a little bit of scruff. Oh, yeah. Hair, Guys, we're all know. a fan of the scruff. Yes, I'm a huge fan, a fan of the scruff. scruff. Scruff is yeah. a trend right now. It is. It is. <laughs> Which I'm not bad at. <laughs> Me neither. I usually go for personality. Like, I like funny guys. I like really smart people who have a good conversation, you know. Um, yeah, I just, I like all around just nice people. I don't really go for looks because I feel like that's kind of, you know, self-centered. Hello, everybody. This is Down to Date. Welcome to the studio. This is the podcast where we put two complete strangers together in a podcast studio and see if they are down to date. You are going to be acting as a fly on the wall to see if this is a match made in podcast heaven. So without further ado, let's see if our next contestants are down to date. All right. So with us in the studio, we have Quinton and Doug. We're going to be seeing if they are down to date. Are you Are you guys feeling a little nervous, or what are the emotions like? A little like? bit, always. <laughs> <laughs> Tingly. <laughs> all right, the first the first introduction, you know, seems it's always a little bit shaky in the beginning, yeah. but uh, I'm excited to see if you guys are down to date. So, without further ado, we are going to be going into the first section just to kind of get a little vibe and get to know each other a little bit better. Um, I like to call it story time because it's telling your entire life story in as much detail as possible in one minute. Do you guys think you could say your entire life story in I one mean, minute? I mean, I can try. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, well. it's a long story. It's a long story. <laughs> well, it's good. You'll, I mean, one minute actually is actually a lot more time than you realize. I was surprised, too, when I, I actually had to do it one time, and it's like... How much came out? Yeah, I was like, I have 30 <laughs> seconds left, and I feel like I have so okay. much to say. Um, okay, so first, Doug. Okay. I, I think you should go first. I, okay. I feel that. All right, are you ready? I'm we have ready. 60 seconds on the clock. You're going to tell your entire life story in as much detail as possible. And your mark, get set, go. Okay, um, my name is Doug Menger. I'm originally from the East Coast, uh, New Jersey, New York area. My dad's from New York, Yonkers, and my mom's from Jersey. And they kind of ended up settling there. But um, yeah, I'm the youngest of five which is usually very surprising to people because <laughs> no one has that many siblings. Big family. Yeah, huge family. Um, yeah, I'm Italian-German. I used to do competition cheering and gymnastics back in the day. So, um, Oh, you're love flexible. Being, yeah, very flexible. <laughs> and <laughs> um, Just love being physically active, yeah. let's say. Um, flexible and physically active. Right? Um, <laughs> But yeah, I'm a hairstylist. I've been doing hair for about seven years now. I started on the East Coast and then moved to LA. I've been out here around almost four years coming this December. Um, but yeah, I've kind of bounced around and lived all over the city at this point. I've lived in the valley. Oh, I've... time's up. One minute. Man, actually, you did pretty well for one minute. Right. You're like calm, cool, Maybe and collected the entire way through. And I feel like you got a lot in there. Great. Oh, Anything else that. you feel like you, you missed? Um, I'm probably I probably missed a lot. This is true. This is true. It's hard to fit your entire life story. I just have five siblings. Yeah, exactly. Like, right, yeah. exactly. That's like you never got the siblings' names. Mm-hmm. No. Do you all have the the same first letter in your names? No. I always feel like parents. My parents named my all my siblings with a K sound, so it's a K and a C. Kendall, Kylie, Colton. No, I think mm-hmm. all our names are completely different, but it's interesting because it goes boy, girl, boy, girl, boy. Oh. Yeah, Almost so as if like, it was on mm-hmm. purpose. Right? <laughs> just kind of happened like that. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, Quentin, it is your turn. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. All right, your entire life story in as much detail as possible in one minute. In your mark, get set, go. My name is Quentin Harpainer. I am born and raised in L.A. My mom is also from L.A. My father is from Switzerland. They met in Europe. My mom brought him back here. Um, 
I've been here my whole life. I'm a full-time student, uh, finishing up my undergrad. I actually do work part-time at a hair salon, which oh. is funny enough. Um, <laughs> I have a brother who lives in Europe as well. He um, travels around a lot because he works in hotel management. Um, what about, I like to stay physically active as well. I played volleyball as a kid growing up, whether on the beach or mostly indoor, actually. Um, and I now just put sports to the side and now it's more for aesthetics. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I like to go to the gym um, a few times a week um, and hang out with friends on the weekends. Um, oh, oh, you got eight seconds. I know, oh boy. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> too much. Uh, my father is becoming a priest. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. interesting. Okay. All right. Nice. That was an interesting last right? year. Yeah, exactly. Wait, so does your family live in America or Europe? Yeah, so actually interesting. My mom passed away when I was 17. And oh, wow. so my father then a year after um, would join the seminary to become a Catholic priest. Um, and so my mom has a brother and sister who are still here. But my father is the second youngest of five. And they all live in Switzerland. And wow. so my family, you know, half and half, essentially. Yeah, cool. Oh, man. Yeah. Nice. And you we guys went. do have, like, a little, I see a little bit of similarities, both, you know. European. Sure, backgrounds, European, yeah. both, you know, working at a hair salon. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. So you guys yeah. have, you have a little bit of similarities. All right. So um, after that quick introduction, we are going to be going to the second point. And it, that was easy enough, but this is probably... Uh, one of the harder parts of the podcast. This is the jar of questions you never want to ask on a first date. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, is there anything you're hoping that is not in this jar? Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty open book, honestly. I don't, you know. Yeah. Just whatever look happens. Look fear straight in exactly, the eye. You got it down. Exactly. <laughs> How about you, Quentin? <laughs> um, I can be too open. I hope that <laughs> dad maybe doesn't see this. Right. Depending how wrong. it goes, depending how it goes. <laughs> nothing wrong with being too open. Yeah. Um, yeah. So with that, Quentin, you are the first one that's going to pull a question out Alrighty. of here. Let's see what we can do. Okay, do I read it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Read it out loud. We all want to know. Okay. Why did your last relationship end? Ooh. Interesting. Um, well, honestly, I feel like we just kind of grew apart. Um, our work and just our lives in general, we're going opposite directions. I'm, like I said earlier, a very ambitious person, especially when it comes to my job. So it's very important to me. And I feel like the other person kind of, it wasn't for them and kind of had different upbringings. So it was just like, this is time to change course and kind of separate. Yeah, you want to be someone that builds you up and allows you to aspire to where you want to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not hold you back. We don't no, want anchors. No, no anchors. No. Yeah. How about you, Quentin? What's what? Um, my last relationship ended because um, I felt like he had maybe like he played his role in my life and helped me grow, but there were certain things that I know bothered me. Um, for example, his relationship with his ex-boyfriend. I maybe was found uncomfortable um, because, you know, they were just good friends. And I think that, uh, as you said, we kind of just like grew apart. And um, and yeah, I mean, I still you know care for him and um, try and stay in touch. But yeah, definitely there was uh, some crossroads and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. It goes back to that friends with exes, you know, it's uh -huh. difficult. Exactly. We were actually talking <laughs> earlier about area. having like being in monogamous relationships, if that's something you want or something that you don't look for, and having that open communication early on in a relationship, sure. which I think is really important. Yeah. Super important. I mean, especially in the gay community, too, like monogamy, you know, is not maybe the most common, but mm -mm. it's something that you know, people work with and 
too. It's it's interesting to see like both sides of it. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. man, already talking about X's in the first question. <laughs> right? it's really not wasting any time. Oh, gonna be All right, Doug, you go for one. <laughs> okay, uh, here we go. Yeah. Are on. you attracted to me? Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're a handsome man. You have beautiful eyes. Um, we were talking about it earlier, and we like uh, a little bit of scruff, and you yeah, those eyelashes. Yeah, I have to wow. say, Doug, you got some amazing eyelashes. Oh, wow, girl, thank you. <laughs> Groom myself. <laughs> we're gonna flip the coin. What about oh. you, Doug? What do you think? Are you? No, he's very attractive. Ooh, he's very okay. Handsome. We got the attraction down. We got the attraction down. So you know, that's good. All right, Quentin, okay. your turn. Let's see, pink, my favorite. What are your exes like? Oh, okay. <laughs> right, so many ex questions. Right? Um, Let's get it out of the way. Uh -huh. Okay, exactly. Like personality-wise, or yeah, just in general. What's what's the first thing that comes to mind? Personality. Um, sweet, loving, just good people. But sometimes I feel like I said they're not at the level you need them to be for mm -hmm. a, uh, a relationship. And I usually date people who are older than me. I'm going to be 26 in May, so it's, I don't know, I kind of have a, a certain standard for anyone that's above me. So kind of, mm -hmm. if I'm doing better than you. Yeah, you want to make sure you like get on the same level with right. somebody, make sure you're influencing p each other. To... Exactly, I want to have a partner to help me grow, not to kind of like carry the weight. Yeah, and you felt like your past relationships were more of like a... Yeah, I mean, like he said, I learned a lot of things, I don't regret any of it, but you know, it just wasn't working anymore. It was time to go and move on. Yeah. Say la vie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Say la vie. <laughs> How about you, Quinton? What were your exes like? Um, both um, have been great guys um, that, again, are people, you know, I try and stay in touch with that. Because um, I think that w who you're in a relationship with is also a reflection of you and your choices and how you you know see people and what you look for in people. So I like to think that my exes are all both great uh, men um, and that, um, you know, they embody a lot of characters that I want to have in myself and that I, f I want to learn from them. Maybe, um, you know, they're, as we said, like empathetic, um, sensitive, having good balances with, you know, their social life, their work life. And, um, and so that's what I really look for in, you know, partners. And so I found that I have dated people like that as well. Yeah. And also, um, I was actually talking with Doug earlier and you well, sorry, I was talking with Quinton earlier, and you were saying you're 21. I am. And, 21, and Doug, yes. you normally date guys that are older than <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Okay, so this is something new. Yeah, yeah for this sure. Is something Definitely. new. <laughs> All right, so we are going to take a little bit of a break after those intense questions. I think we need to take a little. A little break before Some we get water, to the next sure. section. Yeah. Um, in our next section, we are going to be doing game time. So hopefully, a little bit lighthearted after right? that. <laughs> I'm like sweating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back to Down to Date. We are in game time right now, so we're gonna cool off with a little bit of fun. Um, the game we are doing is actually a debate. Are either, either of you guys really fiercely competitive? Yes. Oh yeah, hands down, Doug's like, yeah, I'm competitive. How about you, Quinton? I can get there, might have to work my way into it, yeah. but yeah. Like a slow can, build. Yeah, yeah, it's a slow build of yeah. competition, you know. You know, that competition I have to like cheer it out. Right? Mm -hmm. So this is uh, a debate. So the debate I propose to you two is, um, is being in the friend zone a good thing? Doug, I'm gonna have you say being in the friend zone is a good thing, and Quinton, I'm gonna have you say being in the friend zone is a bad thing. Okay. All right, so get some time to think about your, your debate. Is oh? the friend zone entirely platonic? 
I would say the friend zone would be characterized as there is a hope of eventually being in a relationship. Okay. But it, it's you're gonna it's like an upward battle. Got it. Got it's an it, upward battle. One person, the person who's in the friend zone, does aspire to one day be more okay. than a friend. Got it. Yeah. So I mean, you know, there are pros and cons. I've seen many romance movies where actually I'm not even gonna say it. Yeah. I'm not gonna give you any ideas. <laughs> uh, so actually, Quentin, you can start off first and tell us. Okay. So anti friend zone. You are anti friend zone. Okay. Um, I think friend zone can be a negative thing because um, if you know one person is aspiring to be in, in the relationship with another, um, if they are in the friend zone, I think that it can one lead to a lot of hurt feelings. So honestly, in certain cases, if you know the other person is blatantly not interested in you, I think that there might be a point where you need to take your self worth and understand that you need to move on as well, and that maybe being a friend might not be healthy for you because if you can't handle that and it's just an emotional roller coaster for you, then, you know, then it's probably not the smartest thing for me or whoever may be to be in the friend zone. Um, because at the end of the day, if they're not physically attracted to you or whatever it may be, it just is probably going to end up with somebody getting more hurt than they already are. So maybe there's a reason that you're in the friend zone and maybe you should, you know, Yes, take the on. sign. Take the so sign. And run well, what about it, you, right? Doug? Because it's not always bad to be in the friend zone. No, I mean, I know I have good friends that, you know, we're best friends for life and who have ended up in relationships. And it's one of the strongest, you know, relationships I know. Um, it's a rom-com that I love. Yeah, yeah right. I know, honestly. <laughs> it's rare, but it's out there. Um yeah, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing because, you know, at that point you really know this person and you're obviously comfortable with them. And like if you're, you know, both feeling a certain way, then why not, you know, give it a try and see where it goes. Yeah. Well, how about you, Quentin? What do you have to say to that? Um, no, I think that that's a very valid point. And um, I think that it's great that, you know, you, you clearly have a connection with someone probably platonically if you're in the friend zone and that they can foster a healthy and long relationship um, romantically. But I guess I would say that the friend zone is a bad thing because you, you know, when you, when you, (laughs) but you know, when you, when you transform, then let's say you do transform into a romantic relationship and it doesn't end well because you know, when you're a best friend and a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever it may be, um, you know, it's a different dynamic completely. And so when you do enter something romantic with someone that was previously in a friend zone that you were close with, you know, it could potentially end up meaning you lose your best friend. And so, you know, if that person is very important to you in your life, then I think that there is a lot of value in just keeping that person as a friend and not trying to force any, not maybe not force anything, but, you know, transform into something different that can potentially mean that you lose the person. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I mean, I can't disagree with that, honestly. <laughs> um, it's funny that you gave me the question, you know, for the opposite of what he's saying, because honestly, I do think more of what he's thinking. Oh, really? Uh huh. It's I've because I've seen both sides of it. I've seen people who've been friends for years and they've continued to grow their relationship, but I've also seen the other side of it yeah. where it's been destruction of friendships. And I see that it's like the hopeless romantic. Exactly. That feels sure. like oh, you know, we're friends, but we'll grow we so much closer. Each other. Mm-hmm. And maybe like the friendship will blossom into something romantic. Right. Um, it's not you, broken. Don't wishful thinking. Yes, exactly. Do you do you that? Being, do you feel like maybe? Um, do you believe in like love and fir- at first sight, or maybe it's all just physical initially? Um, I think it's definitely. <laughs> it's important. I, I think yeah. it's yeah. Sure. 
a different physicality and um, first impressions are everything, 100%. especially in my opinion, whether they're yeah. physical or emotional or just how you present yourself. I feel like that first step is gonna set the tone for the rest of you know the relationship, whether it's a friend or like someone you actually love. I have an interesting question. Question. Question and question. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Do you feel like it's difficult to have friendships um, of someone of like being gay, being in the same sex? Is it difficult to have friendships of in that way? Because I almost feel like for me, it's difficult to have friendships with other men. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't hang out with another guy by yeah, myself because I don't see that's res- you know. Right. 100%. So is it difficult? It's in that I way? think it's a very similar thing where like, um, you know, it's but it's tough, too, because then on the other hand, like the majority of my friends also are gay men. So it's like when you're first meeting someone, for example, like you don't know really where to categorize them where, you know, for you, you know, if you meet a woman, they're automatically just, they're going to be a friend or they're not. And if you meet a man, then, you know, it's probably going to be a romantic path. But for us, at least in my experience, that it's this weird dynamic when you, you know, when you're first meeting someone, it's like, okay, is this, what, what path is this going to go down? You know, it's it's, it's not, there's not a clear structure. Like you really don't know. And maybe one person sees it going down a friend's, you know, path and the other wants it romantic. And then it can create a whole different drama that maybe wouldn't happen. I can imagine it's a lot more complicated to navigate. Yeah, Yeah. And that all goes back to like open relationships and just like, I, like I said, I'm very kind of traditional in that sense. Like I don't believe in, like I don't when I'm dating someone I'm usually just dating that person like I don't like to go on five other dates with different guys kind of like you know seeing my options because let me tell you the grass is always greener and Mm -hmm. I just don't think you'll ever get to really know someone if you're constantly just looking at the door to see who else walks in yeah get away from the shiny things the distractions you know especially in a city like yeah (laughs) yeah exactly there's a lot of any major city exactly and I mean I'm from a smaller town in Jersey so I was really the only gay person out for a long time, and mm-hmm. I came out early. I came out in like the sixth grade, so it was like I was. How was it coming out? For me, it was easy. I was very lucky to, you know, have that happen for me. I had a big support system at home, and just at school, you know, I was more of a social butterfly. Everyone knew me, and they all just. I was, you know, funny, funny guy. Yeah, like, I was just like myself, exactly, and exactly. I had had people who didn't accept it, but then I had people right next to me that were cursing that person out. That's so. how you find your true friends. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and Quentin, you're from the city, in LA. Yes, so do you I'm feel like here. it's easier for you to come out in a city um, like LA? That's actually a great question. So I went, I grew up um, Catholic and I went to an all boys Catholic school and um, there were people that were out, but I internally had a lot of conflict because I felt like I had to play this like jock, like womanizer role, which obviously, um, was not, was not who you truly were. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it was definitely, I think the biggest um, like kind of speed bump that I came across was me accepting myself and realizing that this kind of persona that I was portraying out to people wasn't necessarily what was real. And so it wasn't that, you know, coming out was hard because I was in a very progressive city like Los Angeles. And so it was more it was hard for me because of my own internal battles. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, I feel like we already went in depth, but I would love to go even more in depth. So you both have flashcards in front of you, and each one has a question. You're going to take turns asking each other the question, but I want both of you guys to answer the question just so we can get, like, both of your sides yeah. to... keep it fair. Yeah, to keep right. it fair. What you don't know is I'm actually going to be leaving the room for this section. Oh. So you guys are on your own. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'll come back in a few. Bye, Kendall. <laughs> what holds you back? 
Huh. Um, a lot of it, well, what holds me back is usually myself. I feel like we're our worst critics in everything we do. I definitely can say that for myself. For most of the, you know, opportunities I've had, I kind of had to throw myself into the fire and just kind of do it because otherwise I play it very safe. And like, I feel like if I never just, I need to be more spontaneous, yeah, let's just say. For sure. <laughs> um, and then for me, yeah, I think that it's a lot of my own doing, but I think definitely what holds me back is, well, for in regards to dating, definitely my age obviously being 21 um, can be a little bit, you know, it can be tougher to find things that are more serious, especially like you said, um, I like to date guys that are typically a little bit older than I am. Um, and so definitely it can come around to being, you know, when I'm dating someone, it's weird to, that I'm like a student and that, you know, I'm financially somewhat dependent on my father for, you know what I mean? Right. So yeah, like no, there's a lot of cases um to where and completely understandable to where like that would be something that a lot of people don't see as in like a serious partner you know which i again completely would understand if i was older yeah no, 100 <laughs> um okay so next question what scares you about yourself our world the future um what scares me about myself um uh, <laughs> no, it's a hard question. That is a tough question. Um, I get scared sometimes that I get kind of like caught up in uh, like superficial things, and then I put too much emphasis on, you know, maybe what I'm presenting, ex like my, you know, my body or whatever it may be. It's physical. One hundred percent. So I think that that definitely is something that in the back of my head is kind of frightening because, you know. I've noticed that it's progressively gotten worse as I've gotten older and like more involved in like the gay world. Cause I think it's something that is common in, in our world. Um, and so I know that that's something that I hope to remain conscious of that, you know, it's not all about what Look, it looks exactly. And so, yeah, I mean, I can, I can agree with that, especially being in the beauty industry. Mm -hmm. I mean, my whole job is about making people beautiful For and, sure. you know, just, kind of being extra and glamorous in that sense, but I can totally understand. I mean, I don't think I'm superficial in that sense. I feel like I like to buy nice things, but I also have been in the spot where I didn't have a lot. Yeah. And everything I have at this point has been, you know, things I've worked hard for. So it's like, you know, it's nice to earn it for yourself in that totally. sense. Um, it makes it more valuable. Yeah, exactly. But other than that, no, I, I could totally agree with you. For sure. Okay. What would you want? <clears throat> sorry. W uh, would you want to know the truth about something if it would hurt you or change your life for the worse? Um, yes. Just yeah. because I feel like I am very intuitive and okay. I feel like I would already know something was up. And at that point, I'll I'll just, you know, drag it out of that person. I'm like, you're going to have sure. to tell me. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> this is also <laughs> a good question. Um. Yeah, I think that at the end of the day, it's always beneficial to find out things when they come because, you know, sooner or later it's going to come out, whether that be, you know, next week, a year, mm -hmm. 10 years. You know, I, my, the, <clears throat> the instance that I always think of is like if a partner was cheating on me, like would I want to know the truth? Like if somebody, a friend knew or whatnot. And I think that the answer would be yes, you know, because one, 
I just feel like I look stupid if I'm getting right. cheated on. I have no exactly. idea. Everybody you know? else around you knows. Exactly. And so in that case, yes. And in, I think in all cases, yes. Even though, you know, it might be hard for a certain amount of time. I think that... The truth hurts. Exactly. And, <laughs> and it's something that, you know, you can learn from as well. Yeah, no, I feel like I, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would you like to have happen to your body after you die? Oh, my gosh. I know. Maybe, like, isn't there something I see on Facebook? I don't know if it's real or not. Let's talk about but it. But there's, like, aren't there, like, little pods now that people are, like, growing trees out of That's carcasses? really funny you said that, honestly, because I want to do the same thing. Oh, really? I, oh, yeah. So, you know, you've seen this have, article. Okay. Yeah, you, so, I'm not going crazy. No, you take your ashes and you plant yourself, essentially, as a tree yeah. to you know, regrow. And I would love to give back to the earth. 100%. <laughs> no, I like taking a lot from it. Right, exactly. Give back as much We're as I can. doing some damage. So if oh, I can yeah. bring myself back as a tree, like, yeah, like put me in the Amazon. Like, yeah, exactly. Or with the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Um, I mean, I guess I answered that for myself yeah. too. So <clears throat> how do you think, <laughs> how do you think I feel about you? <laughs> um, feel like you may be a little intrigued, but also slightly nervous. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to <laughs> correct that or not. Um, <clears throat> and then how do you, I feel that you think about me? Um, yeah, I think, I mean, you don't seem nervous at all. Well, I that's, think... <laughs> that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that there's, yeah, a little bit of curiosity. Yeah. Especially when I drop the bomb that my dad is becoming a priest. Right. Um, well, it's funny you said you were raised Catholic yeah so was for I. sure oh you were as well mm-hmm. okay so there's a definitely some similarities there yeah I think that also is maybe I'm wrong but yeah. a little bit of curiosity just curiosity <laughs> yes <laughs> TBD um would you say you're an introvert or an extrovert that's a great question um I think that I would lean more towards the extroverted side I think that when you really get to know me I'm extremely extroverted but in the beginning I can be very introverted like I know my mom used to always tell me as a kid that I was actually very shy um, when meeting new people. Um, And so, but then again, behind closed doors, I'm like very outgoing. I like to think so. Um, And uh, I'm very extroverted, essentially. But I think that like if you ever see me out, maybe like a bar or a club or something, I'm not the guy that's like dancing on the tables. Like I'm like much more... To yourself. to a certain extent. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> Depends what I'm drinking. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, <laughs> such a funny question. Mm-hmm. I would honestly say I'm an introverted extrovert. Okay. So essentially, I feel like I, with my job, I am kind of, not forced, but I have to work with people, oh, and I have to be turned on all the time. So I am constantly, you know, just talking and, like, surrounding myself with people especially in the beauty industry it's constant like you know small talk and yeah. stuff like that putting um, it on so that... but yeah at the end of the day i would much prefer to be home and just mm. kind of doing things around the house or like i like to say i would rather four quarters than a hundred pennies meaning like friendship wise i'd oh, rather four close friends than a hundred acquaintances because i just prefer much tighter groups who are people who actually, you know, care. And can real connections. Yeah, and I'm also very protective of who I let into my circle. Mm. So, 
you know, if your intentions are good, then I'll let you in. All right, did you guys miss me? Yeah. No, yes, probably always. not. No, you guys were completely <laughs> fine on your own. <laughs> All right, so you guys got to know a little bit about each other. Um, let's see if you guys got to know each other enough to go into the honesty time. And we're going to see if um, you guys are down to date. So without further ado, we are going to be going on a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we will see if these two gentlemen are down to date. Stay tuned. Doug, you're such a hard person to read. <laughs> I feel like you're so chill, like sitting there, and I don't know if you have an interest or not. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, it might be because of my sign. I'm a Taurus. Ooh. So, so what? What's it, what is it with a Taurus that makes you hard to read? Um, we have a very good poker face. So when you know things are either like nervous or work situations get tough, we have a very good at keeping it very straight and like we have control of the situation even though inside maybe we're like, a little ah! nervous and freaking out um but yeah I just <clears throat> would you say internally you feel nervous and freaking out yeah you 100%. do not show it oh wow Kudos I mean to you <laughs> maybe that's it comes wait, out in words <laughs> wait nervous in the sense that you feel like there's an attraction there or nervous Both. in the sense I mean okay I mean I'm definitely attracted to him okay that's for sure <laughs> but is there also so Quinton's 21 yeah is that a red flag to you? Not necessarily, because I mean, thinking see, back and looking at myself at 21, I was kind of similar. Yeah, Not he seems I'm, really mature for right, 21. Exactly. Like, I would have never guessed he was 21. Me either. So, getting to know each other, um, well, actually, I want to go back to when you first saw each other. What was your first reaction when you saw Quentin? I mean, you came through with your promise. He's very tall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, it's. It's hard to find, believe it or not, people of yeah. that height. And it makes sense because he's part Swedish. So Yeah, you guys everyone, are both European. Yeah, everyone in Europe is mostly very tall on that side. So. Yeah, I was surprised to find that you guys were both. I mean, I guess you both do look European. Still, but, you know, it's light eyes, yeah. you know, tall. Yeah. Hair. <laughs> so is there any, are there any red flags that you got while we were going through the podcast? No, he seems like a pretty, you know, cool guy. Yeah, seems he seems like, a little nervous. Yeah, I mean, I but feel that. But it's a good thing. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like everyone's always nervous first meeting, so. There is going to be a revealing moment. Are you down to date or not? What do you think Quentin's going to say? I don't know. Um, you don't know? I feel like he could say yes. I feel like there's definitely an attraction in the room. But... I would say there's an attraction. <laughs> I, I would say there's an attraction stirring. I would say that. All right. Yeah, I guess we'll, time will tell in a couple of minutes. Time will tell. <laughs> We're going to bring Quentin in and see what he thinks about everything. Cool. Sounds great. <laughs> All right, Quentin, Quentin, Quentin. <laughs> so many, so many questions so for many you. Answers. So many questions. Um, when Doug first walked in the room, what was your first reaction? He looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, okay, I didn't realize it. I did see, I saw your pictures separately, uh, but in person, you guys, there's, a, you there's guys are some similarity. Both like, tall, light eyes, both European. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you feel about that? You said you more so like the like darker features. Yeah, for sure. No, no, he's a he's a handsome guy for sure. Yeah, um, yeah I was. Uh, I don't know what I was expecting, um, but I don't know if it was that uh, him. But um, but yeah, no, he's a, a handsome man. For do you sure. feel like he's more like different than your normal type would be? One hundred percent. Yeah, really. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I guess we talked about it a little bit before. Uh -huh. But what's more so your type? Um, he's uh, definitely like on the leaner side yeah. for sure, um, which is great. Um, I think that I just happen to have dated guys that are a little bit thicker. Um, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> not that one is better or worse than the other. Yeah, you, gotta, um, you know, try all kinds. For sure, all the different flavors. Rocket <laughs> to your rocket. That's what I always say. <laughs> yeah, but what would you say? Were there any red flags? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, that's cool. It's fine to have yeah, red flags. We I like to acknowledge these. That you know, when he said that he's more of a traditional guy, which I entirely respect. Um, I just know that maybe you know. I, you know, see things maybe a little bit differently and maybe not as traditional. I know that he maybe brought up a few times, like, things about, like, the open relationship aspect in, in our community of, um, you know, the gay world. And um, I know that it's something I've tried and it's something that I would do again. And so, you know, and... and so not, you have an open mind. For sure. And, and you might want to be with someone who would have an open mind yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he seems pretty set. Yeah, which is great. That. And I totally love that and but respect that. But each their own. 100%. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So at the end, there is going to be, mm-hmm. would you date or go on a second date or not? Um, what do you think Doug's going to say? Probably no. <laughs> no. You think no? Uh, yeah, I think no, because I think which I think that the age thing threw him off. I think that, you know, he's... He likes older guys, which was one. And I'm not only younger than him, significantly <laughs> younger. Um, and, you know, and I think and he also mentioned that he wants guys that are um, at his level career wise or maybe not even and maybe even um, like further ahead in their career. And I 100 percent respect and get that. Um, and so for that reason, I, you know, and I'm a student. So for that reason, I would be shocked if he said but you're he a good down. catch. Like you're an amazing catch. I have uh, to say, I, like, why I not try it. it out? Right. That's how I feel. Uh, <laughs> and I also feel like Doug is someone he's like a little harder to read. Yeah, he is. Very a, he close is a, to the chest. No, yes, stoic in certain ways. But like he said, he's a introverted extrovert. And that I, I like that in guys, too. And um and it's definitely something that I find in a lot of people that I date that they kind of have similar qualities of like introverted extroverts to where, you know, they might be more to themselves and they might be like he he brought up. I don't know if you were in here or not, but he brought up that he'd rather have like four quarters than 100 pennies into yeah. that, meaning that, you know, he likes he would rather have like a, a certain few around than like 100 acquaintances. Type what amazing of thing. metaphor, by the way. I'm going to use that. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so which the, for that, something like that, that quality is definitely something that I find a lot in people that I date and also something that I look for too because I think that that kind of balances me out well because I'm definitely someone with 100 pennies. Yes. And so, um, yeah, yeah, that's a good balance. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it's, it's a good, it's a different perspective, mm-hmm. I would Absolutely. say. Definitely love, a different perspective. Which I love, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm speaking for myself. Uh-huh. I think, uh, I think uh, there's a little bit of interest there, yeah, intrigue. for sure. Um, <laughs> that's my opinion, but we're going to find out when we bring Doug back in Uh-oh. and see if they are down to date. Let's uh-huh. see. Alrighty, so we have Quentin and Doug back in the studio. We are going to see if they are down to date. So in front of you, you have a flashcard. On one side, it says down. The other side says not. On the count of three, you're going to reveal if you would be down to go on a second date or not. Are you ready? Yes. I'm like, are we supposed to hide the cards? Yeah, or oh, no. Third is down? Gonna, no, you show it to the show it to the camera Copy and then that. say it in the mic as well. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, this is me fully open, okay. disclosed. Okay. All right. <laughs> on the count of three. One, two. Three. Okay, Quinton said you're not down, and Doug, you are down. We're gonna no, go right I, into this. I can explain. So yes. for me, which was not, it wasn't a red flag. It was definitely something that I noticed that, um, like you brought up tradition, and like you know, I thought I know that you brought up a few times like the open relationship thing, um, and I was telling her that like 
I would never want to put someone in an uncomfortable place to where, you know, potentially they would be in an open relationship Absolutely. or potentially be in something non-traditional. And so for that reason, I'm like, you know, if it did ever get there, like I wouldn't want to hurt someone, you know no. what I mean? Absolutely. And so for that, I was like, and I'm definitely someone that, you know, when I'm dating someone, unless, you know, we've talked about exclusivity, I'm also maybe going to, you know, test out other ones. No, I mean, yeah. 100% with that. And so yeah. for that reason, single. And, and, exactly. I, and you are actually a fantastic guy. And for that reason, actually what it is, it's my respect for you, honestly. Thanks. And that, like, I really would just never want to put you in an awkward situation or in a situation that I know now that you would not want to be into. No, I appreciate that just because I was previously just in something like that. So uh-huh. it's like you coming, you know, forward and being honest with that is yeah. like much more appreciated than, you know, going down the line and it just turning into a whole nother thing. Exactly. But I didn't want to sign up for it. So yes. yeah, no, so <laughs> like we said, if there was like a truth, like one of the questions was if there's like a truth, even if it hurt, would you want to know it now? And like, just get it out of the way now. Yeah, so absolutely. Can, you know, yeah. cross that bridge early hey, on. You know what? I appreciate all the honesty. Mm. Guys, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I appreciate you guys being open and going for it and just like, you know, yeah. no, it was fun. I, no, it was absolutely. Fun. Thank you that. so much. Just, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, all right. Well, it. guys, if you want to hear more of Down to Date, make sure you guys check us out on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you get your podcasts. When you listen, make sure you rate, review, subscribe. We want to hear what you guys think and all the things. Thank you so much. We will see if our next contestants are down to date. So make sure you guys stay tuned for our next episode.